Father, we thank you for your presence. We haven't come here for anything else but you. We don't want to be a part of anything where you're not at. We didn't come to hear a sermon. We came to experience you. Thank you for the release of your presence here. Thank you for the release of your presence right now. There's your meeting needs. There's spaces in the hearts of your children. They have needs. Somebody has a question to him concerning a move. And the Lord just told me to tell you he's going to answer you before this worship experience is over. Father, I thank you for what you're doing. We recognize you. We're not in a rush. We're here for you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. Ooh. Thank you for your presence. We worship you, mighty king. We give this experience to you. Whatever you want to do, however you want to do it, we're open. We pray not our will, but yours be done. We pray, Father, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Just applaud the presence of the Lord, if you will. The clapping of your hands. Glory to God. <clears throat> see Ephesians 5, verse number 15. We're going to move swiftly into the word of God. I want you to prepare to take notes today. God has something he wants to say to you. And I don't want you to miss it. Don't want you to miss it today. I want you to grab everything that God has for you. Everything he has for you. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse number 15. The Bible says, Then see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Um, I want to minister a message this afternoon entitled, um, It's About Time. It's about time. Thank you, gentlemen. We have been in this series since last week called Robbed, where we have been jumping into this idea found in John chapter 10, verse number 10. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. But Jesus has come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Last week, we dealt with money, and I mean, God, did we deal with it? Uh, we dealt with finances. We dealt with the tithe. Today, I want to deal with your time. I want to deal with your time. I want to help you. How many of you realize, well, let me check the room. Let me check the room. How many of you realize you need to upgrade in the way you're handling your time? Okay. Okay. For the rest of you, you're going to find out that I'm talking to you too. Uh, uh, that we, we have to upgrade in how we're handling our time. Um, it doesn't matter if you're poor, if you're rich. It doesn't matter if you're a business owner or if you're just a stay-at-home mom. Each of us have been given 24 hours been given the same 24 hours to accomplish what it is that God's designed for us to do. 
Um, which is interesting is that each day brings us 24 hours, but they also bring us 1,440 minutes. Bring us eight, excuse me, 86,000 seconds. And each moment births a gift in it. Each of those seconds, each of those minutes, each of those hours birth a gift inside of it. A mission, a plan, a mandate that God has for us. I have a question real quickly. How many of you would love it if today I made a decision that I was going to give, and you know it's possible for me, that I was going to give someone $1,440 in this experience? How many would be happy about that? Okay, I'm not, but, but what? <laughs> Maybe another time. But, 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 but many of us have to begin to look at our time like we handle money. Here's one of the first things I want you to write down about time. Time is not to be spent, it's to be invested. Time is not to be spent, time is meant to be invested. You spent a lot of time doing a whole lot of stuff in your life. If you know it's true, say amen, talk to me here. You've, you've gone a whole lot of places, been a, uh, in, some, in some strange places with some strange people. Doing strange things, hello somebody. With your time, with your time. But if you were beginning to value time like you did money, it would change your perspective. Right? Most of us, if I gave you $1,440, most of us would be careful what we spent it on. Even though some of us would spend it all in one day, we would be very careful what we gave it to. It would have to be something that we enjoyed or we wanted, right? Uh, but how is it that we've been given $1,400? And 40 minutes per day, and we just throw them around whatever kind of way. We'll, we'll give it to this. We'll give it to that. We'll, 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 we'll not manage it at the level that we should manage it. And then at the end of the day, we're looking like, where did time go? What if you began to place higher value on your time? And in order for me to do that, I've got to evaluate if something is worth my time. Hello. Everybody's not worth my time. I want you to say that because some of you acting like I'm speaking Chinese. Say, everybody's not worth my time. Say, everything is not worth my time. You got to realize that because otherwise you're going to take time and throw it any old kind of place. If somebody give you a sad face. And the man of your time, you've got to be willing to say no. No. That's dumb. I'm not coming. Because y'all think the Christian way is the lie. Come up with something you have to do. But you don't even have nothing on your schedule yet. Just tell them, no, actually, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard of. I will not be attending. It's dumb. I'm going to tell you the truth because maybe I can save you from being dumb too. So, so hello? You got to be honest about what, and you got to pick the right places to invest your time. If it's not going to bring fruit into the lives of someone or myself, I'm not sowing my time. I'm not investing my time. Here it is. If I'm going to invest my time, I want to return on it. And it may not be coming to my house, but I at least need it to benefit you if I'm going to invest my time. you got to check out who you're spending coffee time with, on the phone with, texting with, talking with. 
Is this just frivolous talking and chatter? Or is there fruit that comes from this? That's why I tell people all the time, fellowship without a goal is stupid. Are oh, we just going to hang? For what? I understand you're just being around people, but no, we want to hang so we can encourage one another. We're going to... We're going to talk about purpose. We're going to do something. You know, just even, even if it is, you know, we're going to watch a movie. Fine. But have a purpose. Don't just show up. It just whatever happens, happens. Y'all quiet like this because I'm in many of your toes. Just, just uh, we, listen, let's just hang. Why do we have to always have a purpose? And that's why your time has been stolen from you. Time is not to be spent. Say that with me. Time is not to be spent. Time is to be invested. Are you investing your time? I love the scripture today. Our text today in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 says, you know what? We ought to walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time. That word redeem there means to buy back, to take back what was lost or what was given away, or what was stolen to get it back. Here's the truth about time redemption. You might not ever get that moment back, that actual time. You might ever not ever get that time back, right? Because once a minute is spent, you can't necessarily go back and get that minute. Well, how do I buy back, or how do I redeem time? God's going to make sure that the moments to come that you maximize those to get more out of those moments than you've had in the past. Did you get what I said? When you're ready to allow your time to be redeemed and you're ready to shift and you're ready to go to the next level concerning your time, God's going to cause now for your time to work faster and better for you than it's ever had before. Now, I need somebody to praise God there because some of us, we wasted time on that last relationship. We wasted time on that degree. You don't even like education. And you go to school for be a school, be a teacher. That don't even make no sense. And so you're out of school with an education degree and hate educating people. That was a waste of time. So when God starts talking about, I'm now about to cost the time that was wasted or spent, I'm going to give you the opportunity now to buy back and allow for your time to have greater effectivity, that's a game changer for me. Because that means that it doesn't matter that if it was gone and I'm not going to focus on the negative of what I did and how I messed up and how I spent it, I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to start glorifying God in advance for what he's about to do in these moments that's ahead of me. Because when you hear about these messages that have you assess yourself, you can get into a place, if y'all be honest today, especially if you listen to me preaching, there's sometimes you can walk out of here like, geez, I just suck. I mean, God. I just want to give up on life. It's over. Uh, I, got, I, got to, I got to get it together, right? But, but you got to get to a place where, where you understand we're not focusing on where we've missed it. We're focusing on where God's about to bless us and how he's about to give us breakthrough. If you're with me in here, would you hit somebody next to you say, get your time, man. Get your time. Get your time. He redeems the time. But here's the thing. Time here is not what you would think chronological time. In the Greek, is the word chronos. It's not talking about chronological time. It's not talking about the clock. It's not talking about 24 hours, actually. It's not, talking about, it's not talking about the time span that you have in the earth realm. It is the Greek word kairos. 
And this word kairos actually means opportunity. Okay, it gets better now. Opportunity, meaning that God is about to not just redeem time, he's about to redeem opportunities. Now, let me, let me, let me break it out even further. Kairos is different than just somebody opens a door for you. Kairos is a kingdom moment. It is an opening in the spirit realm that God will open up for you to be able to step in and accomplish the will and the plan of God, okay? A Kairos moment is a moment when you come into obedience with God and you obey him that in that moment, he'll crack over. It's almost like, it's almost like, a, uh, it's almost like a motion door that when I step into the right spot, the Kairos moment opens up. You understand that? It's like when I go, when I go to Rouse and if I go to whatever store, when I step to the door and get in position, bam, the door opens, right? You're steps of obedience causes the Kairos moments to crack open in your life. Uh, look at somebody say, I like that, I like that. Uh, your Kairos moment is about, so this is good news because then it doesn't matter what time clock we placed on ourselves. Yeah, some of you have been clocking yourself. So you like, you like, I'm, I'm, I'm 50, I'm 40, uh, I'm 30, 20, whatever it is. I, I, I'm 60, I, 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 oh, I, ooh. I thought this would be done, right? I thought I would be here by now. I thought this would be completed by now. I thought, so, so you're clocking your life. Why y'all faking in here like it ain't the truth? I see some of y'all been clocking yourself since I've been preaching. Just clocking. are like, oh, God. I, I, just, I just thought, you know, I just thought I would have it right now. thought I'd have a hot pair of thighs next to me by now. I just thought. I just thought. It's just, I just thought, you know, God, God didn't do it. I just thought that it would have happened. Are you in here? I, I, I thought that I would be here, right? But the good news is that God will crack open moments, a kairos moment that supersedes the chronological or the chronos moment. Now, listen to listen to what I, let me say it differently. How many of y'all remember Abram and Sarai? Some of you don't read the Bible, so I understand. I appreciate you being honest. You don't remember. Never heard the name. Okay, uh, Abram and Sarai had a promise from God. I'm going to give you children. Right? They was old, though. You know what I mean? Purple pill old. You feel me? Old. Right? Let's just keep it real. The older you get, I hear, I don't know, but I hear the older you get, stuff doesn't work as properly. I don't know. That's just what they say. So, so, so I am sure... If they were close to 100, can we just talk really here? Some of y'all don't. It's all right to smile in church, man. Let's just talk some real stuff. Because that was the miracle. Because I don't know what y'all thought the miracle was in this. The miracle is that these people was hanging around 100. And God's like, I'm going to make what's not functional functional. You feel me? Okay, y'all. He's like, I'm about to make stuff happen and happen. So what, what happens is that God supersedes. The Kronos. And he drops a Kairos moment inside of it. He says, he said, it doesn't matter what the clock is actually doing. I'm going to, uh, by your obedience, I'm going to release a kingdom opportunity. If you, if you obey me, oh, oh, if you obey me, I will open up something amazing. It is the word said that if you obey him, right, if you're willing and obedient, then you'll eat the fruit of the land. So what happens is obedience unlocks the door. Yeah. Write that down. Take your notes, write it down. If you're not taking notes, okay, are you getting this today? 
I'm working very hard to help you with your time, so pay attention. It's, it, it's important for you to get this, that, 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 that God will take you in these moments and opportunities, right, where this Kairos moment can open. But a Kairos moment only opens up by way of your obedience. Okay, well, how about this? In the kingdom of God, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to get far with being disobedient. Okay, look at somebody say he's talking to you. <laughs> you, 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 you're not, you're, you're actually, y'all like, oh, well, I ain't going nowhere. I'm probably one of the most disobedient children God got. It's just, it's, you, disobedience will always block your opportunity. You understand what I'm saying to you? When you're obedient, it positions you for the Kairos moment. When you're, when you're obedient, then you're in the right place. Let's say it differently. Okay, give it another character. Elijah. Elijah, 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 you're, you're tired. You're on a journey. I want you to obey me. My words to you, go to the brook. And if you go to the brook, I'm going to create a Kairos moment. I'm going to create something supernatural that's going to happen to you that doesn't normally happen. I will send ravens to feed you. That's not normal. Ravens eat meat. They don't, they don't feed you stuff. Right? So, so here it is. The raven is going to come and bring you nourishment. What happened? Elijah obeyed God, which opened up a kingdom moment or a kingdom opportunity that had provision locked inside of it. Okay, let, let me say it differently for y'all back there. Some of us are not getting what we're supposed to have because we're not obeying what he told us. <laughs> and obedience doesn't always feel good. Can we talk for a minute? This must be what the 1230. I didn't say this at 10 o'clock. Obedience doesn't always feel good. Sometimes you know you got to obey, but it's like, can we keep it real? You're like, oh, God. God's like, go here. you like, I don't even like them. You know what I mean? God will mess you all the way up. He'll, he'll flip the script on you, and he'll take you into places where you don't think that you would get that from that particular place. Right? Some, some, some of you never thought you would have a pastor younger than you. You're just like, you're just like oh, wow. Okay, thank you, Lord. But so some, of you, some, of you would have never, some of you would have never thought that you would be in different positions in life where God would bring you into these moments. And then he says, listen, the only way that this Kairos moment and the provision connected to it is going to open as if you obey me. Assessment time. Where have you been disobedient? And maybe you've been fasting inappropriately. Because some of you have been fasting to try to get God to change his mind about what he told you to obey through. You've been trying to fast through what he told you to obey through. And God told me to tell you, you can fast all you want. He's not changing his mind. <laughs> God told me you can seek and cry and worship all you are. I'm not changing my mind. There's not another way. You're going to take the direction and the route. You're about to take the scenic route to get where I'm taking you. And if you obey me, I will bring you to fulfillment. I wish I had a church that was bold enough to lift your hands and say, yes, Lord. You preach this, Sherman. Thank you, Sherman. It's important. 
for you to understand obedience is everything. Everything, 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 everything. I have a statement at my house that I have my kids say, okay? If I tell them, don't do that, don't mess with that, don't mess with that, and then they get hurt, I don't go run to they rescue immediately. I say, repeat after me. They say, oh, Lord. I say, repeat after me. I said, pain and hurt is the fruit of disobedience. Do you feel that pain? That's what happens when you disobey. Can I talk real to you? There's already going to be enough pain in life, period, because life involves pain. Why are you inflicting pain on yourself by disobeying? Because God's not doing it to you. If you trip and fail on the street, he told you not to go down. Whose fault is that? You're praying, restore my soul, God. That man messed me up. God said, I told you not to even mess with that man. Are y'all you, are you, are getting this in here at 1230? Are you getting this? So I, gotta, I have to assess some things about my obedience level and maybe my Kairos moment, my divine kingdom opportunity, divine kingdom moment has not opened up because I refuse to obey what is difficult to obey. Obedience would not be obedience if it was easy. Because that's not obeying. You're already in agreement. Because who doesn't, I don't know why I'm here at this experience. Who doesn't want easy? Some of y'all want to figure and say, you don't. If it's, if it's going to come, I, I'll take it. If somebody told me, all you got to do is walk up to this window, and they're going to give you a million dollars. I'm not going to say, no, I need to work hard for 10 years to get that million. I need to work another 20 years to get that million. No, I'm going to stand in that line. I'm going to ask the people in front, is this the line for the million? Is this that line? I mean, let's keep it real. Nobody wants to, wants to have it at a way where it's we are all accept easy. But listen, what you need to understand, God makes the journey rigorous so that he can prepare you for the things that are ahead of you. When you're destined to be a leader in the kingdom of God, you can't think that God trains and raises up leaders through easy town. Stop lying, said you want to be used by God. What you meant was, I want a stage. Give me a mic. Give me a logo. Give me a brand. Give me 10,000 Instagram followers so I can swipe up. Please, Lord, give me. I'm at like 8,800 just believing God by faith. Father, accelerate me, Jesus. Pray over that Instagram every morning. Father, if it be your holy will, take me to 10,000 here. Some of y'all can't smile at church with nothing. It's a shame. We got to assess some things. Bring me down here. I, I just feel like I'm supposed to be down here. I'm sorry, y'all. If, if the video ain't good, it just ain't good. We just won't put it out. Bless the Lord. Uh, huh? I can't hear you, Dr. Shaquille. Just bring me down here. Yeah. Thank you. The Lord's going to bless you. He told me that. All right. Uh, somebody say, 
Everybody say, every second carries with it an opportunity. Every second carries with it an opportunity. Some opportunities will seem to us more valuable than others, but every single second carries an opportunity. Let me tell you this. Redeeming a Kairos moment cannot be done passively. Okay? If you're going to take something back, you don't do it like a punk. You understand what I'm saying? You, you, you don't show up on the scene, you know what I'm saying? Like, put it in a, a request. Please, if you will. Can I please have my stuff back? That's not how you show up. That's not how you show up. That's not how you show up. You know what I'm saying? That's not how you show up. You show up like give it back. A matter of fact, I ain't going to tell you nothing. I'm about to reach up, knock you in your head, and take my own stuff. That's what y'all don't get. We don't even have to have words. Just give me my stuff. You got to deal with hell differently. If you're taking your notes, write this down. Hell is not my friend. Y'all saying it, but I said write it down. Hell is not my friend. Okay? Hell does not. I told you last week, hell don't play safe. Play, don't play fair. Does not play fair. Does not play fair. Will entice you, grab you up, make you feel good in the moment, and then open the door for you to be exposed of what you did. And, and hell don't play fair because hell will wait till you get to another level of influence. It don't always happen automatically that you get exposed. He'll wait till you have a level of platform. Why? Because he wants to hurt more people by the news of what you did. Ah! So you got to obey. Somebody say you got to obey. You got to obey. You got to obey. And you can't be passive about it. You got to be aggressive. Uh, aggressive. I'm trying to raise up a people who are aggressive about their purpose and their destiny. That's what we're doing here. That's what we're doing here at All Nations Worship Assembly San Bernardino. We're raising up a people that are aggressive about their purpose. Passive people wake up in the morning and be like, whatever the day brings, amen. Right? Some of our success is we're not having it because we're way too passive about our schedule. All right, here it comes. Here it comes. And we're like, I just, I mean, you get mad if somebody tried to tell you you ought to have a schedule. I mean, why can't I just, you know, just, you know, be free? What you're calling freedom is bondage. Because you're not actually managing time at the level that you're supposed to manage it, you're a captive of time. But if you grabbed the hold of time and made it work for you, you tell time what it's going to do. <laughs> Somebody say, I don't have time for it. <laughs> like, like, like people are calling you and they're like, I need you to be in such and such place. You got to learn no. You got to learn that that has nothing to do with my purpose. Right? I told the last experience, you got to tell people that's the stupidest thing I ever heard of, right? It's just the dumbest thing ever. No, I'm not coming. Thank you. No. No. So you got to be aggressive. Somebody say aggressive about it. 
Here's the first thing I want to, one of the first things I want to give you that I actually want you to write down as a point. How do I redeem time? Here it is. I have to be aware of what time it actually is. Write that down. That's point number one. How do I redeem time? I have to be aware of what time it is. Do you know that some of you think that it is a certain time in your life and it's actually not that time? Or, or you're, you're, you're fighting for a breakthrough that belonged to 2017. And God's like, expired. Because we think that everything that God says is, hear me out, that it's going to be able to apply for every moment. If you, if you don't obey and get in obedience, there are moments you will lose. Okay, and I'm not talking, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the Kairos moment as the scripture says. I'm talking about there is time that you will lose and there is stuff that will never come back. Okay, are you understanding this? Well, how do I, how, how do I, how do I know what time it is? Let's look at the scriptures really quickly and then I'm going to share a couple things with you and I get out of here. First, for Chronicles, first Chronicles uh, chapter 12 and 32. First Chronicles chapter 12 and 32. Here it is. The sons of Issachar who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. Their chiefs were 200, and their brethren were at their command. Put it up for me, 1 Chronicles 12, 32. The sons of Issachar, who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. Here's what the Lord told me to tell you, that he's about to make you like the sons of Issachar. Okay, now, now, now check this out. You don't need to know what God is doing everywhere. You just need to know what God is doing with you. Okay. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to redeem some of your energy back. I'm trying to get some of your energy back for you because some of us are so concerned about what God is doing on the left and right, you don't know what he's doing with you. You understand me? Some people can tell me everything that I did on my Insta stories. Right? They was like, how was the restaurant? I'm like, what restaurant? They're like, where you went for lunch? And, I, and I, I'm putting it on there, so I appreciate you watching. Amen. I see you watching. So uh, I was able to tell some people that, you know, we can see who's watching. Have you ever felt like, why do people leave you but still watch the stories? I see you. Um, so um, I don't know if people know that. We can see you. <laughs> anyway, so, so, they just start, so here's the thing. People can know where I went to lunch but don't know what time their lunch is tomorrow. What's my point? Like they're watching everybody else's journey, but you don't even, you're not up to date on your own. You got to know what is God doing in your life? What is God doing in this moment? Are y'all rocking with me today? Okay, write this down. How I manage the chronos will determine what Kairos moment will open for me. Right? How I manage the chronological time will determine what kind of kingdom opportunity, supernatural moments will open for me, okay? If you're not managing the chronos, which is, which is a first-level thing, you will not be able to handle the kingdom moment or opportunity, which is a supernatural thing. God, God is stretching you to pay attention. If you, if you can't figure out how, how, how to know where you are at 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, uh, 1, 2, and on and on, we have a problem. And I know it's strong, but I need you to understand we have a problem. Because that means you're spending time, not investing it. 
I know I'm talking to you. That's why you're quiet like that. It's okay. It's just you, you, you're spending. You're not investing. If you were investing, you would know where you're putting it. Where am I placing my time? Who's getting it? Why am I giving it to you? Why? 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 Look at somebody say, why, doggone it? Why? Right? We come on the holiday time, so people are going to have some time off. You're going to have some people call you and say, hey, we ought to hang out. We got an off day. But listen, why? That's the question. Why should we hang out? Well, I just thought it'd be good. Why? Well, I mean, do I have to have a real reason? If I'm going to invest, I want to know why. Or I better know why. Are you understanding this today? How can you have time in the holiday season on your off day to go spend some time with the other people and you're supposed to be starting a business and you haven't started your business plan? Actually, God gave you the gift of the off day. Stay home, go and create an office in your room and get your work done. Now, if you want to just live life, Kesarasara, whatever it takes me, whatever happens, whatever happens. Okay, if that's the way you want to live life, I'm not talking to you. But if I'm talking to you who wants to actually make change in the world and to be one that shifts things, I am talking to you. You think that Dr. King didn't know when the next march started? You think Dr. King didn't know where he was going to be? He could not waste time. You understand that? Stories are told of Dr. King that when he was taken into jail, he was strategizing in jail for the next move. Are you getting this today? So I have to find out what is God saying about what moment I am in. Not everybody else's moment. Right? Not my friends. Somebody say, not my ex. Not my ex. Certainly not them, okay? Not, not, not... Right? Not, not the person that I love, not the person that I hate. Like, I don't have time to be all focused on your schedule, and I don't have mine together. I want to know how many of you want to go to the next level in this room. And I appreciate the rest of you who said nothing. I love honesty. It's important that you manage well, yeah, so he's going to give you revelation. What happened with the sons of Issachar is that they didn't only know the chronological time, but they also understood the spiritual moments. The sons of Issachar could discern what God was doing, and look, and when he was doing it. Right? So I know you know God is up to something, but for your own life, you need to know when he's up to it. You won't fight for this if you don't know it's your right. You won't fight for this if you don't know it's your privilege. Somebody say, I need to know. I need to know. I need to know what he's doing. I need to know where he's doing that. Listen, they knew one move of God, when one move of God was ending and when another one was starting. They were aware. Here's the second thing I got to give you, and I'm out of here soon. Listen to this. Number two is understand that life is brief. You've got to understand that life is brief, right? I told you a couple of weeks ago, old folks used to say this, people dying that they never died before. He's like, yeah, that's kind of how it works. Uh, people dying that ain't never died before. The, 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 the point of him saying that was just like people are dying at a fast rate. Right? It has, your, your, 
and I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just sobering you up and being real. It's not, people are not just dying because of old age anymore. Right? You got to be aware of the timing and you got to take advantage of it. If life is brief, then you got to be careful how you live it. I know you think you got forever, but forever's not real. It's real in the heavens or the spiritual realm, but forever is not a real thing here on the earth. You are not going to live forever. You don't have tomorrow. One of my favorite statements from, I told y'all, my wife says, go do X, Y, and Z sermon. I'd be like, I handled it tomorrow. How many know tomorrow never comes? Often, why y'all faking? I said, how many of you know that sometime tomorrow never comes? You still got stuff on your to-do list that was 18 tomorrows ago. Right? Let me show it to you. Psalms 90 and verse 10. The days of our lives are 70 years. And if by reason of strength they are 80 years. Yet their boast is only labor and sorrow. For it's soon cut off and we fly away. Who knows the power of your anger? For as, as, for as the fear of you, so is your wrath. So teach us to what? Number our days. It's not up there, but teach us to number our days that we might gain a heart of wisdom. You got to pay attention to the number of days that you have. Are you getting this today? All right. Here's something I want to tell you. Don't wait to obey God. Catholic Mass is great today. I'm enjoying it. Do not wait to obey God. If God says go, go. If he says do it, do it. Right? It doesn't have to make sense. Okay? It just, it just has to be. It has to be in alignment with his plan and his will for your life. Thirdly, here it is. Get rid of the extra weights. Hebrews 12 and 1, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by such, so a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, right, and the sin, which so easily ensnares us, and let us one with endurance the race that is set before us. Let me give you some thieves of time. T-V. I'm not scared of you. T-V. Steals your time, right? Don't mess up and watch Netflix, a Netflix original series, because Netflix knows how to get us in bondage. Because they don't release it week by week, they just trap it. 12 episodes, bam! And you're, and you're sitting there and you're like, 12 hours later, still here. Like, it's like the movie that will never end. Why y'all faking like y'all don't know what I'm talking about? When they dropped that last Luke Cage thing, I just could not stop. I was like, I'm sleepy, but I can't. <laughs> you will, your time will be gone. And at the end of the day, you're like, what the heck did I do? Y'all gonna leave me out of here by myself like that. I know y'all in here. You're like, what the heck? TV will steal your time. But here's the thing. You're watching somebody else's dream while you're sitting on yours. Yeah, you're watching somebody else's dream, whoever the writers are, producers, directors, the actors, that's their dream. 
at tours. That's, that, that's their dream. But while you're watching their dream, your dream is on pause. TV's been stealing your time. And here's the thing. Some of you have lied. And you say you don't have time. I'll tell you what I told them at 10 o'clock. Lying is one thing. Some of you perpetually lie, which makes you a liar. And let me say this about you. Let me say this about you. You're constantly on a regular basis saying you don't have time. Change your language. Say, I invested my time into something that's worthless. My mind was not expanded as I watched this movie. I'm not saying all movies, but, but I, most. My mind was not expanded. I did not learn anything new. I was entertained. I want you to, I want you to try to go home today and write out just in the past three months how much time you spent on entertainment. Question for you, is life about entertainment? I've got to watch where I've been investing, not spending. Are you getting this today? TV, somebody say TV. I'm not telling you not to watch. Discipline yourself. Discipline yourself. Some of y'all are like, I can't, my TV, what kind of church is this? I knew it was a cult. Um, you know, it's people's favorite thing. It's a cult over there. You're so stupid because a cult are people who go away and they're exclusive and you can't get in. This is one of the most inclusive churches I ever met in my entire life. This ain't a doggone cult, idiot. Moving on. <laughs> That's how you ought to tell people. You're just stupid. <laughs> oh, God. I told my wife before I got up, I said, I'm sleepy. You better pray for this message. Um, it's important <laughs> that you understand that you got it. So if you're going to do it, then schedule it. Right? So I allocate one hour some of you are going to like this. One hour a day to television. Some of you are like scratching right now. If you could see what I see. There are some people who are literally, they're like shaking. and like It's happening all over the building simultaneously. It's, it's happening. Schedule it. One hour for television. Now, if you want to just be another person who lives and dies, keep what you're doing. But if you want to be a world champion, and I'm not saying it has to be one hour, I'm saying whatever you allocate, allocate it. Allocate it. Put an alarm on that sucker. I'm doing with y'all. And after them two hours go off, they're like, oh, TV time over. Done. Are you getting this? I asked you a question. Don't be rude. Are you getting this? Here's the second thing. Your computer. And I'm not talking about work. I'm talking about some of you go on Google and never leave. Here's a killer. You're Googling and YouTubing stuff you will never do. There's a killer about it. You're watching DIYs for stuff you will never build. Some of y'all going, what's that little thing y'all like to go? Pinterest. And you making all these boards? 
visitors from my guest room. You don't even got a house. Why are you building a guest room on Pinterest? That's a waste of time. Go do something that's going to get you a guest room. And then right before you close on the house, then go on Pinterest. I know you're in here. I see you. I ain't scared of your demons. I'm going to get you together. You got to make sure. Look at somebody say, get it together. Get it together. Here's the last one of the last time. We'll play something softly so I'll shut up. Here's, here's the next thing. Here's the, here's, the, here's the next thing. Games. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just telling you it's a thief. Let's be real, okay? And I'm not just talking about my gamers with controllers. I'm talking about some of y'all that like them apps. You be on them bejeweled type of doggone stuff. And you're like, I got to beat this level. I'm not giving it up. I have to win. Next thing you know, you have hours gone. And God's coming to you like your mama used to come to you. Like when you were supposed to clean your room and your mama come and be like, did you clean your room? And you're like, oh, man. Oh, gone it. I lost track of time. You never had a track of time. You never paid it. You weren't tracking time. How you lose track of time when you wasn't tracking time? God is coming through his prophet today, and he is asking you, did you do what I told you? God's coming through your, his prophet today saying, did you go where I told you to go? Thank you, Lord. I'll say that. Isn't it funny when preachers do that? I always wanted to do that again, so I did it right now. Isn't it funny when preachers be like, yes, Lord. I'll do that. <laughs> I'm so sleepy. Okay, okay. So listen, listen, listen. So <laughs> let me <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen to me very clearly. It's important that you realize <laughs> What was I about to say? It was good. Um, here it is. 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 I'm trying to find it. <laughs> All right. So you've got to be in a position where you begin to work the time at the level that God wants you to work the time that he has given you. You understand that? No matter what life has been like, you can change it today. Right? So we're not just here today be like, oh, my God, I've just sucked. No. Today, God's grace is flowing so deeply, and he's like, I really want to make you a world changer. I want you to sit at tables you never sat at before.